Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members. This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 600. So, congratulations, Daniqua Grace White, as we celebrate tonight something that God used you to start in this ministry way back. And I thank God for you, for you, and I thank God for your faithfulness to Him for producing these uh, podcasts for so uh, such a long time. And we give God the glory, the praise, and the honor for what He has done in our family through these podcasts. And all the different hands they must pass through before we get to the podcast. And then the thousands of folks who have listened to them in the dark and black night. Uh, early mornings, evening time, all around the world. And to this day, these devotionals are some of our most popular podcast. So we give God the glory. Thank you, Daniqua. Thank you, Daniel Ezekiel. Thank you, Danielle, for you all uh, uh, have worked hard together on these things and putting them up and uh, all of that, making sure they're, they're wrapped up in the proper devotional and, and you all have worked together for the Lord and God is going to reward you if you continue to uh, obey him and he is going to bless you and has already blessed you and I'm so happy for you so we give God the glory for number 600 number 600 number 600 and so uh, we're getting a little ahead, ahead of ourselves, uh, but I, by the grace of God, I'm keeping up with it because these little celebrations of milestones, pardon me, is very important. Uh, to the people who have worked so hard to produce it. It's very important to me. And uh, it's very important to some of our faithful listeners. 
that we acknowledge these milestones on the way uh, on this journey that we're all on. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we are in the great devotional once again, Charles Spurgeon's Evening and Morning. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 7 says very clearly, All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full unto the place from whence the rivers come. Thither they return again. Allow me to read that in your hearing once again. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 7 All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. Dr. Spurgeon goes on to share everything sublunary is on the move. Time knows nothing of rest. Time is on the move. The solid earth is a rolling ball and the great sun himself. Go ahead, Spurgeon. A star obediently fulfilling its course around some greater luminary. Tides move the sea. Winds stir the airy ocean. Friction wears the rock down. Change and death rule everywhere. The sea is not a miser's storehouse for a wealth of waters. For as by one force the waters flow into it by another, they are lifted from it. Men are born but to die. Everything is hurry, worry, and vexation of spirit. Friend of the unchanging Jesus, what a joy it is to reflect upon thy changeless heritage, thy sea of bliss which will be forever full, since God himself shall pour eternal, eternal rivers of pleasure into it. We seek an abiding city beyond the skies, and we shall not be disappointed. The passage before us may well teach us gratitude. Father Ocean is a great receiver. 
but he is a generous distributor. What the rivers bring him, he returns to the earth in the form of clouds and rain. That man is out of joint with the universe who takes all but makes no return. To give to others is but sowing seed for ourselves. He who is so good a steward as to be willing to use his substance for his Lord shall be entrusted with more. Friend of Jesus, art thou rendering to him according to the benefit received? Much has been given thee. What is thy fruit? Hast thou done all? Canst thou not do more? To be selfish is to be wicked. Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. To be selfish is to be wicked. That's a powerful statement, my friends. To be selfish is to be wicked. Suppose the ocean gave up none of its watery treasure. It would bring ruin upon our race. God forbid that any of us should follow the ungenerous and destructive policy of living unto ourselves. Jesus pleased not himself. All fullness dwells in him, but of his fullness have all we received. Oh, for Jesus' spirit, that henceforth we may live not unto ourselves and not be selfish. And uh, the Lord gave me a thought while I was sharing uh, that with you. This is one of the reasons why we have these services every day. For we as Christian people, we need to hear God's word and God's truth every day. And it was that way at the beginning of the church. Uh, and we need it now here at uh, this stage and where we are today. We need to hear God's word every day. We need to pray every day. And we need to be constantly moving for the Lord and serving the Lord. And uh, obeying the Lord. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a 
punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18.8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins. He suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried. And he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul. And he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ. 
who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.